Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports. Here on the Buzz Radio Network, Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas, Chris Kane. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. And where did that move to? Right there. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. What is uh, going on today? It's pretty quiet, Randy. Yeah. <laughs> well, no at 1040, it wasn't quiet, was it? No, at 1040, it wasn't quiet, but I wouldn't say there was anything outstanding at 1040, aside from Sam Pittman going on. He went on for 12 minutes. That's probably a record. Probably a record for a length of time. Usually it's a 10-minute deal. So hmm. so how did he use the other two minutes? Well, he he continued talking about, uh, well, everything. Well, he talked a little bit about cheating <laughs> and, and helmets. Um, yeah, anything you would do differently hiring an OC next time? He said no. He thought he did a good job hiring the D.C., um, just didn't get the right fit with Dan Enos. And, um, yeah, talked a little bit about um, audio and helmets to get away from sign stealing and stuff like that. So nothing too groundbreaking, I wouldn't say. You guys sound like you think something's groundbreaking that I need to discuss. Where what, is you trying, what do you want me to tell me? Tell me what you want me to say, and I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't do that. You're just reporting what you heard him say, and I, I think people yeah. are anxious for news every minute of every day. When you have a firing, okay, what's next? Who's this? Is this guy going to do a good job calling plays and all that? Well, we don't have any of those answers till they play again, right? Correct. Well, we know. You know, I listened to KJ did radio uh, radio show yesterday, and I listened to to that and he's obviously you know he's going to say what he's going to say about you know Kenny Guyton being excited about going fast pace and up tempo that's kind of what we all expect them to do but um, you know and there's Derek Keefe also who's going to be working with the wide receivers who was I guess grad assistant before um, but he'll be moving over into that role taking over for Kenny Guyton but um, yeah I mean it's kind of the same stuff that we've, we've talked about cutting down the playbook going fast, that kind of stuff. Hey, Trey, something interesting. Um, earlier today, Kevin Kelly, longtime Pulaski Academy head coach, um, was being asked on one of the earlier shows on The Zone just about, hey, so what's the first step you would do if, if you were named today? Just as a hypothetical, like what should Kenny Guyton be doing today, right? And he was like, earn the trust back of the players. And you're close to these guys, Trey. You're yeah. closer than most in the media, right? So what have you heard as far, you know, he was saying, hey, as far as he's heard, there's been some blame around. Everybody's trying to blame somebody, right, right now. Mm-hmm. And as far as Kenny Guyton, is this a guy that you – you know, can, they could rally around. They could earn their trust back based on your observations and your experiences up there and seeing how players react to him. Potentially. You know, Kenny's a pretty young, energetic coach. Dan Enos was pretty energetic. You know, you'd see him at practice. He's an energetic guy. You see him at a press conference, you thought he just woke up from a nap. Um, sometimes these guys just uh, just behave differently at the podium. But, you know, Kenny's 
you know, not that much older. You know, he's a former quarterback, obviously, from Ohio State. A lot of these guys probably remember him um, from that. Not that he was, you know, playing a whole lot at Ohio State, but uh, uh, his name does ring a bell, I think, to a lot of people. But, you know, Kenny brings a lot of energy. You always see him at practice, you know, pretty hyped up and energetic. So I think just the change in and of itself is is big to start from because it's clear that these guys had lost confidence in the offense, lost confidence in the play caller, and just weren't playing with any energy. I mean, that's got to be a big, not as big as anything, but, but pretty big just – just to be playing with energy, I mean, that's that's part of it. Like anybody that works out, if you go to the gym and you just kind of, you know, go through the motions, you might as well have not even shown up. You know, you have to attack anything athletically with enthusiasm and uh, vigor, energy, and um, that's just, that was just totally lacking. So hopefully Kenny can bring that. I, I just want to see them go back to the things that worked in the past, and they do have a veteran quarterback. They've got you know, several players who came back from last year, and you know, terminology and those things have changed. But um, really, want to see them just kind of go back to the things that worked in the past. Kenny Guyton has worked with Dan Enos obviously this past year, uh, but he also worked under Kendall Browles a good bit. Worked with him at Houston. Worked with him at Arkansas. Um, so I would expect to see you know a blending of all that. But at the same time, just changing coordinators doesn't fix everything. It doesn't. It doesn't mean that the tackles suddenly get so much better. The only thing that's going to make the tackles better is experience and uh, and added strength. Um, so there's still plenty of problems that aren't just going to be fixed because uh, they change coordinators. And you know, it's kind of a situation to me that something that they just they had no choice but to do. It's not so much as like I mean, this is just going to fix everything. All right, we've got a couple of callers. We believe are nope. And okay, answered that like the good old days. Yeah, <laughs> well, they actually had called in the previous segment, and uh, so that is quite understandable. Uh, Trey, this was just moments ago. Ryan Wingo has committed to the University of Texas. Now, Arkansas was never in the picture, at least. Uh, over the last year, I guess, maybe even further back than that. But uh, uh, we'll get to see Ryan Wingo, obviously, next year when Arkansas is taking on Texas. So, Brother of former Razorback Ronnie Wingo. Correct. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. Quite, quite a large difference in classification between those two. Obviously separated quite a bit. If you look at them, they, you know, facial expression stuff, two guys look very similar to each other. You can tell mm-hmm. uh, that they're brothers. But um, yeah, I mean it's been it's been a long time and several different coaches ago since since Ronnie Wingo played at Arkansas. Uh, this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line: If Pittman is let go, is Kendall Browles a potential replacement? The reason Kendall wouldn't be a replace a potential replacement, I mean, maybe somebody you talk to, but when you change coaches. You typically go, uh, you know, a very different direction. And, you know, if you've got an offensive guy, it's very common to go defensive guy and vice versa. You know, with when they went from Brett Bielma, he was kind of a defensive-minded coach. They went to offensive guy. Um, you know, with with Chad Morris, they went with, well, they didn't really have any option, <laughs> much of an option when they went with Pittman. It was just kind of like, all right, this is where we're going. Uh, but with Pittman, you know, not having head coaching experience, you know, they're going to find somebody, if it comes down to it, I would think um, somebody who's been a head coach, whether it's, you know, power five level or group of five level or whatever, they're going to find somebody that's been a head coach, I would think, totally almost, totally almost assuredly. Yeah, and that that was Coach Burrell's policy. The only time he ever elevated an assistant was Jack Crow, and that didn't work out too well. And you're right, go find you know if Sam makes it, and maybe maybe the last four weeks will allow him to do that. But if he doesn't, go get the best young riser, even if it's an outside the Power Five that you can afford, and he'll come. Who is that? I don't know. Who's the best young riser? I, I don't know. That that's a great question. Which uh, yeah. I guess you would have to Kenny? look at G.K. Kenny from. Uh... 
He would be somebody to consider, I think. Texas he State doesn't right have now? a vast yeah, he doesn't have a vast amount of head coaching experience, but he's you know, obviously spent a little time in the NFL, was at Arkansas, mm-hmm. you know, viewed as a really good play caller. I would think Jamie Chatwell at uh Liberty, who was at Coastal Carolina oh, boy. before. They're undefeated, aren't they? They are. Yeah. And yeah. you know, he did big things at Coastal left. Carolina. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he would be somebody I think would probably be top of the list guy and you know another thing to think about i mean is anybody getting fired in the sec this year hmm. i don't think beamer was get would get fired in year three no, no. um although they haven't lived up to their expectations either um Napier's you know, and, and jimbo fisher yeah yeah he is but it's still just year two it's not well, it's, it's been a disaster right yeah, they're five and two. Yeah, so. it'd be a collapse would have to do that, I guess. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. going to lose to Georgia, but yeah. yeah. How about Jeff Trailer? Jeff Trailer is somebody I would consider. I think with Jeff Trailer, there be, might be some that would, um, you know, point to his history. You know, here under Chad Morris, um, just that connection alone on the surface. I think if you dig a lot deeper, you would see that Jeff Trailer is dramatically different than oh, Chad he is Morris. A winner. Oh, no question. And he's uh, done. I mean, look he's, what he's done at you. Yeah, yeah he's taken he's a program trade basically from infancy. The thing with Jeff Trailer um, is, you know, he he knows Texas recruiting like nobody. Like his mm-hmm. connections in Texas are next level. And you know, we talk about, you know, what is the only good things that Chad Morris did when he was at Arkansas? Well, they recruited well. Well, a big reason for that was Jeff Trailer. A huge reason for that was Jeff Trailer. Like yep. he knew guys before anybody else knew them. Uh, he was a big commodity when he was uh, assistant coach at Texas before that, before he got on with, with Chad Morris and um, and played a big role at Arkansas. Beat Arkansas out for one of their tight end prospects when he uh, when he left also to go to UTSA when Arkansas really wanted him. And so, um, yeah, I mean, what is Jeff, what is he, I, I don't know what, it, I don't think his record is out of this world. Let me see what it is right now. But I know the last two years he's won what eleven, twelve games. Yep. Um, right now they're four and three. They won eleven last year, and they won twelve the year before that, and seven uh, in his first year for a program that uh, that doesn't win. Yeah, thirty-four and thirteen overall there. So. Yeah, thirty-four and thirteen. So he would be a guy. I think would. I think you know there's going to be people that would initially be like, well, he was here when Chad, you know, the worst era ever, but. Uh, that's not that's not on Jeff Trailer. I can assure you. I got to know Jeff a little bit when he was here, and um, you know he'll end up somewhere, and I think he'll do a bang up job, especially if he's if he's near the state of Texas where um, he knows how to find players. Uh, this one also from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. Would you guys please quit talking about Pittman? He's not fired yet. He's no. not going to get. Fired. Well, he could. <laughs> he could. <laughs> he could. Um, you know, I, I stand by what I said yesterday, and that uh, the ideal scenario is that they surge these last four games and win them all, and um, and he's retained, and you know they start building again to next year and have a lot of key players on that defensive side of the ball, especially return and and uh, really address the offensive issues that they've had. That would be, in my opinion. The ideal scenario for Arkansas, um, but well, that would also mean that Kenny Guyton did such a good job, you'd have to consider him as offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. That's what it would mean, also. Sure. Let's talk to LC. LC, you got a question or comment for Trey? Yeah, thank you, guys. Uh, Trey, my, just my personal opinion: the, the last thing we need is an up-and-coming guy. You know this maybe going to do good, maybe not, and then we go through this same kind of scenario that we've, we've seem to have done the last few years. Right. Do you think with a beefy NIL, and I'm talking beefy like Ole Miss apparently, like Kiffin comes out and really starts complaining about, hey, we need some money here, and then obviously... Any coach worth their salt is going to request a certain amount of NIL money guaranteed. Absolutely, and it's going to yeah. take that for us to get competitive. And then are we willing, do you think, to pay a coach seven and a half to ten million bucks a year to come here? And just, you know, your own personal opinion. Because I think that's maybe what it's going to take because we've done traded this before and it's not working out, you know. And so 
I'm just wondering what you think. And thank you. Thank you, LC. All right, so let's look at the top coaches in college football, what their salaries are. I'm not sure if this is current. Nick Saban, 11.4. Dabo is 10.9. So he said, what, seven and a half? Seven and a half doesn't doesn't even crack the top ten. Seven and a half to nine, I thought he said. Nine cracks the top ten. That's when you start. Nine nine puts you Lane Kiffin, Josh Heupel type money. Um, So, yeah, I mean, Hugh Freeze is at six and a half. Napier's at 7.3. So, first of all, you'd have to find the guy that is, you know, justified in getting that much money. Uh, Pittman's at six. What is he, at six point two five? Yeah, six point two five, I think, something like that. So, Kyle Whittingham is at 6.3, and he's 25th. No, Pittman's at 6.4 now. So, so Pittman's at 24th. Okay. Right behind Bielema, ironically. Yeah, right behind Bielema. Bielema's at 6.5. Yeah, and Hugh Freeze is at 6.5. So it's not like Arkansas is just skimping. You know, they're paying top 25 money for their coach. Um, and, you know, Pittman came in at, what, $3 million? Yes. Yeah, and has over doubled his salary since he's been here. So it's not like they're just skimping and just paying, you know, bare, you know, bargain bucks for their coach. They're paying uh, quite a substantial amount. Uh, but if you were able to get, uh, you know, say things don't go right and Pittman is let go and you were able to convince a guy who would warrant that kind of money, who would warrant that kind of money to come, to leave their other Power 5 program come to Arkansas? Maybe Mike Elko, possibly, at Duke? Duke. You yep. talk about up-and-comers. I put Mike Elko on our coaching search hot board back in, um, you know, had a 2018 season and uh, people scoffed at it because he was just the defensive coordinator at Texas A&M. I believe that was the right year when I did that. Um, might have been the next might have been the next cycle, but um, now that he's, you know, doing great at Duke, everybody would welcome Mike Elko, but it would have to be somebody who would warrant um, you know, 7 and a half million, which, you know, that just gets you up to about 16th, 17th, 16th somewhere around there nationally, so just a few spots ahead of where Pittman is right now. But somebody who would warrant that kind of money uh, would be a sitting head coach at a at another Power 5 school mm-hmm. who's also having success. Mm-hmm. All right, Trey, this from our Asher Record Service Company Live in Feedback. Connor raises the question. He said, I am hearing that we're losing recruits now left and right. What do you think we can do about it? ESPN dot uh, com and Saturday Down South recruiting both say six of our best recruits are possibly being lured away. Yeah, I mean that's going to happen. Period. I mean, if right now there hasn't been a single decommit. In fact, after the Mississippi State game, they got a, a commitment from a kicker, a scholarship mm-hmm. kicker for twenty twenty five. But so far, there hasn't been anybody decommit. You know, Jaden Ball is one that Danny has talked about quite a bit. He's out of Georgia. Uh, Florida is very interested. He's actually going to visit Florida for the Arkansas game. Uh, but he's committed committed to Arkansas for a long time. But losing commits left and right, that hasn't happened. Uh, or, you know, are people coming after their commitments, kind of circling the water with, you know, Pittman being in trouble? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely, they are. Um, you know, this recruiting class is pretty solid, so it would it would stink to to lose it. And I, I just mean from the top up because you know nationally, I think they're what 19th or 20th, depending on what service you look at. Uh, there are four top 100 commitments in this class right now, and uh, I mean since 24/7 Sports started ranking recruits back in 2010, uh, Arkansas has never had more than one top 100 recruit in a single class. And there are plenty of years where they didn't have any, and they've got four in this class. Mm. So, um, you know, this is a pretty top-heavy uh, group when you talk about, you know, Courtney Crutchfield and Charleston College, Ashton Bethel-Roman, um, oh, the defensive back, Selman Bridges. You know, those are all elite-level recruits, and, yeah, people are going to come after those type of guys. BB, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Good afternoon, man. Good afternoon. Good to talk to you again, as always. Yes, sir. Hearing about that chili cook-off over there at Robinson High School, getting ready. I still remember it, BB. You got a question or comment for Trey? I do. Uh, my comment is, again, and it won't stop, is uh, we never should have fired uh, Dan 
uh, we should have said to uh, Sam, look, Sam, thanks for the help, but we're giving a team to Dan. Uh, he did not have the offensive line ready at the very fall, beginning of fall practice and at the end, and uh, he, he, he didn't have the team ready. Sam did not have the team ready. So uh, when we lose this next game, it's going to be it's going to be even worse. Fans are going to be mad as all get out, and they're going to be calling for his head. So that's the way it goes. Y'all have a great day. Bye. They aren't going to be any madder than they were Saturday. <laughs> Saturday was pretty. Rough. I don't think so. No. Yeah. Um, it's not a. He's not wrong for making you know, you know that assumption. We don't know. We don't know if it was really – I mean, what I do know is that he's right. The offensive line uh, can't block or the flip. They just can't. And whether it's the offense giving them trouble or the tackles or, you know, part of it I think is probably true, part of both. But the, the offensive line has not blocked well. The tight ends overall have not blocked well. Um, you know, I think they messed up a little bit on talent, on evaluation of who they're putting in the game at certain spots, especially tight end. And uh, the running backs can't pick up blitzes. And that's been the problem all season up front. And I said that to Sam, you know, at the press conference when, you know, I brought up, you know, you look at personnel changes, whether it's coaching or who's calling plays or, um, you know, all that. But at the same time, you can't even tell if the play calls are that good because they can't block anybody. But what we do know is, um, you know, K.J. Jefferson throwing from the pocket 29 times in a game. That's not something that they've ever done. Pittman said they averaged about eight of those last year, eight eight throws from the pocket last year per game. And, uh, yeah, that's that's just not K.J.'s game. Okay, Trey, I, I, I'm out of time. I've got, I've got a bunch for you, but we're out of time. All right, buddy, we'll talk with you tomorrow. That's Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service Company. Rick Schaefer, Chris Kane, I'm Randy Rainwater, Drive Time Sports. We'll continue in just one moment. each weekday for the Entertainment Report, brought to you by Bell & Sword of Conway. Find out the very latest breaking news in entertainment each day on The Zone. Justin, West and Christian will dish out what the stars and celebrities have going on, and you can catch it each day. Bell & Sword has everything for the best-dressed man. From boots to suits, check them out on Facebook or Instagram. Bell & Sword at their new and larger location at 1011 Oak Street. Chosen as one of Arkansas's best places to work eight years in a row, Rainwater Holden Sexton is hiring premier paralegals and legal assistants with an emphasis on bilingual Spanish-speaking candidates at all locations. Rainwater Holden Sexton's mission is to compassionately represent injured and disabled Arkansans. With generous benefits and competitive pay, Rainwater Holden Sexton is a destination employer hiring the best. We're also seeking bilingual Spanish-speaking attorneys to join our team. Apply today at callrainwater.com. Nation.com. Land specialist Mike Poor at Whitetail Properties Real Estate chose forestry as his profession and has been a registered forester for over 30 years. As an accredited land consultant, Mike speaks land. He can help buyers like you find attributes on property that you might have overlooked or not fully understood. He also knows how to market property and negotiate transactions by understanding the needs of each party and providing solutions by being innovative, creative, and diligent. Call Mike Poor today at 501 428 7177. WhitetailProperties.com. I know the last three years people have got accustomed to paying sticker price for a brand new vehicle. Well, it's not that way anymore at Red River Ram. If you're looking for a new Ram truck, we've got heavy-duty four-wheel drive trucks starting at $49.5 or up to $12,000 off sticker price for a Cummins diesel. And we've got $11,000 off Ram 1500 Bighorn four-wheel drive trucks. If you want the best selection and the best buying experience, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Springs. Now during Ram Power Days. 
Deer season is upon us, and if there's no tree for a tree stand in your favorite hunting spot, then let Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart help you out with a ground blind instead. Starting at just 125, their all-new Rhino 180 see-through blind takes the world of ground blind hunting to a whole new level. This unique two-way mesh system prevents wild game from seeing in while allowing you to see out with no obstructions. Also, check out their Tacticam Reveal X-Pro Trail cameras that text real-time photos to your cell phone. All this and more are available in-store or online at maxpw.com. This year, we considered hiring an ad agency to help with our marketing. They pitched impressive visuals and a script that was inspiring. And exotic animal mascots to help grab your attention. In the end, we just decided to tell it to you straight. Shelter Insurance has award-winning customer service at affordable rates. Plus, our local agents are there to help you understand what coverage you need. See shelter agent Paul Griffin in Monticello, Sam Eklund in Star City, or Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. When you're on the road, we're the voices inside your head. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, Chris Kane, I'm Randy Rainwater. All right, Chris, this one is for you. Is this the one I told you about earlier? This one is for you. I heard about this. You got your got your pen and getting out my notepad come right on, now. Come the on. Old, I got it. Come on. All right. Old notepad. All right. Give it to me. 501-371-9000. Say it again. 371-9000. Now, here's the thing. If you did like I did last week, I didn't call when I should have called. And by the time I did call, they were sold out. So, if you want to believe, not like Rick says, nothing is unbelievable. This huh. is very believable. And this is maybe, if not Double F's best special besides the two for 60. This is the Thursday night only special. That's why you got you to gotta do it now. I'll turn your microphone off so you can make the call. Thank you. Here's the deal. Buy one, get one free. That is a 12-ounce prime rib. And all the mashed taters that you can eat. All the mashed potatoes that you can eat. That means a mountain of them, if need be. And, if you want to add a little bit on extra, salad bar for just 6 bucks. That's normally about an $18 value. So, 6 bucks. Now, if you love prime rib, this is the deal. How much, you ask, you hadn't yet, Twenty nine seventy. Five. For how many? That's buy one, get one free. So basically, that's about 15 bucks a piece. You can't eat that. You can't eat two pieces. Come on, big else. boy. You can't do it. Don't delay. And then you can take some home to your favorite friend who's right there by your right leg. Mm-hmm. Doggy back. Doggy back. Doggy back. Three seven one nine thousand. Make a reservation right now. That is the Wyndham Hotel in North Little Rock, better known as the Riverfront Steakhouse. Buy one, get one free, twenty nine seventy five. That is prime rib, 12-ounce prime rib. Uh, let's see. Let's talk to uh, T-Bone. T-Bone, what's up? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How you guys doing today? What's up, buddy? How are hey. you? T-Bone used to play for the Orioles, by the way, John Shelby, and we appreciate you calling. Well, I thought he was up, he 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 was named after uh, one of the steaks on the Riverfront Steakhouse no. No. menu. T Bone, John Shelby, he was a good player. Appreciate your service. Hey, if it if it wasn't on in television or Atari, it wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I I appreciate you guys taking my call. I tell you what, I'm I'm looking forward to this Saturday after three o'clock. Standing up in the privacy of my, of my own living room and taking my shirt off. 
Yeah, so hey, I'm I'm, I'm hoping I can. It's a it's a match thing with Coach Musselman. I have a, I just have two questions that I hang up <laughs> and listen to you guys. So, uh, my question to you guys is: What what do you think uh, on the basketball game with Baby Yaming? Uh, you know this uh, this Saturday. What do you think Musselman's strategy will be to uh, to try to take down uh, Purdue and the big guy uh, to win this basketball game? Uh, my other question is. And I won't, I won't go into detail about this, but I heard some news today, and this may be old news, but it's the first time that I've heard it. Um, and this is kind of on a, on a, another level here, but about the White Howard, uh, it was kind of some, some inter- interesting news, you know, kind of mm-hmm. disturbing. And so I don't know if, if you guys have heard it, but it's, uh, you know, I, I heard some things today, and I, I don't know if it's true or not. I don't know if it's, you know, some things that were just made up or, or what. So I just want to know if you all knew anything about, I'll call it the news. I won't go into detail about it, and uh, I'll hang up and listen. And just say thanks a lot. Go, go home. Thank you, T-Bone. He was accused of some sort of sexual impropriety, and uh, he totally denies it as anybody would. So that's really all that's out there is. Yep. Somebody said, you know, he mistreated me, and Howard said, no, I didn't. That's that's where we are. All right, strategy for Saturday. I got to believe part of the strategy is you're going to have to defend the post, how you want to go about uh, depending in uh, guarding the post. What he said was uh, Eddie apparently plays in the middle of the lane. That way you're not able to give help digging or otherwise uh, from either the left or the right. So a lot of times you might, it's almost like an isolation. And he's apparently such a good passer that once you collapse, if that's the choice that you take, he's an excellent passer. And they supposedly have uh, addressed one of their issues they had, just as Arkansas did last year. And they that is uh, getting some shooters. Apparently they've, they've helped themselves greatly there. So it's got to begin in the middle. I mean, that's, that is... The focus of the offense. Then you think about it for Purdue. He's seven foot four. <laughs> Isn't the biggest player Arkansas has six eleven? Yeah. Brazil six ten. Yeah. And then I'm not saying it really goes down from Bayfall. Oh my goodness, that would be quite a challenge for a young <laughs> six foot eleven freshman. Well, he's also freshman. given up about a hundred pounds. Yeah. Pretty. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So I think it's where it starts, and then uh, the other part, I'll be interested to see. Now, he, he kind of hedged a little bit, I say Coach Musselman, 19 to 25 minutes. I think if the game is close, then we'll see more than that out of Brazil. I think he might get 30 minutes, but um, it all depends, I think, upon how the game's being played. I'm interested to watch more than anything else. What kind of rotation he establishes? Because with Musselman, I'm not sure it's so much who starts, but who's playing well when he injects them into the lineup, and then it kind of goes from there. So I'm interested to see what the rotation is going to be. Well, the other thing you have to consider is how many teams in the SEC have a style anywhere close to Purdue's? And so do do you specifically game plan for Purdue in a game that doesn't count? Or do you get ready for your season by doing what you do best, regardless of what Purdue does? Mm-hmm. You know, that, those are the things you have to consider. Uh, this game doesn't even count. So are you going to put this strategy together to, to limit their, their big guy inside? Something that you may not do the rest of the entire year for an exhibition game? I, I, and I don't know. But we know they want to. They like to win. Musselman wants to win. Last year when they got clubbed by Texas, didn't hurt them at all once the season started. So... Uh, how how much importance do you even put on this? You got to play him. That's the uh, that's right. the neat thing about it. you. Got to play him. I think he's going to try to put as much stress upon his kids to see how much they can uh, they can handle. Right, and, and I think that's okay. And and of course, one of the benefits is you got an early season tournament with a loaded field. So you are going to be playing some pretty darn good teams early in the year. Right. And, and so that is the advantage of playing an exhibition against somebody that's, that's really good. Yeah. Curious to see, you mentioned rotation, Randy. 
he's not a he's not a big you numbers know, guy. He doesn't play with the deep bench. Right. Curious to see if he in an exhibition charity game if he sticks to that, but because of the opponent, maybe goes a little bit more with a in season or tournament mindset as opposed to a true exhibition game where he might traditionally play some deeper deeper bench guys and see what they do later yeah. on. Yeah, I think that's an excellent point. Let's talk with uh, KB. Never mind. Let's talk with Savage. Savage, good afternoon. What's going on, fellas? Doing all right? What's up, buddy? Oh, doing good. Now, Randy, I got off the phone too soon yesterday. I've been married for 27 years, and when your wife says, get off the phone, let's go, you get off the phone. So, <laughs> That's my man. Absolutely. I, then I you know, didn't get off too soon, know, man. Yes, but when she said, let's go, I had to get off the phone. With there Randy. you go. Randy, you're talking about Pat Mac. Yeah. You're talking about Pat McAfee yesterday. Yeah. I don't care for him. I don't care for the – he's like a, a wrestler entertainer. Yep. You know, yep. He is, actually, he, quite literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't I don't care for it, but he's got his niche with the, the you know, the wife beaters, the tank tops, whatever you want to call it. Uh, he gets the crowd pumped up. Uh, I think he takes the focus off of the cadaver we call Lee Corso. Uh, but I would get him out of there, bring David Pollard back to kind of dumb it down a little bit and enjoy the program. But nah, I don't care for him, but some people do. And then... I'm- but any thoughts on the Pat McAfee? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, I've got it. I, I, here's what I'll say, Savage, and I, I appreciate your take on it because you're right. It's like, hey, you know, I don't care for, it, but you know, whatever, that's fine. He's got his audience. He does have a pretty big audience, and I, I don't watch him in yeah. particular either. But I, what I find interesting about it is ESPN going all in on him. Mm-hmm. To me, the fascinating part right. is the 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 you know the leading sports network, worldwide leader in sports, has put their eggs essentially in. You could argue two baskets, the Pat McAfee basket and the Stephen A. Smith basket. And right. you, you may be able to make an argument for one other person, you know, it, but I'd, I'd struggle to see how you can match those two. You know, Kirk Herbstreit's obviously their, you know, their golden child, their golden boy that they trot out there for everything. But I do think right. it's interesting. ESPN's at a, at a real, um, you know, a precipice in terms of losing subscribers. And they're trying to figure out what can we do to hold on to their traditional um, structure of of being so lucrative. I mean, they're still one of the highest Disney-paid properties, by the way, mm-hmm. in terms of what Disney owns. They're still one of the highest paid. They're paying massive amounts, though, for these contracts, for these sports rights contracts. And I saw an article the other day in Sports Business Journal that was talking about how those sports contracts were about to hit a boiling point. And there are a couple leagues at WWE is going through it right now. And I know they're more entertainment. They're not sport, but they're part of the package. It's ESPN. E is the first word. And they are all about entertaining. So bringing on McAfee, I just thought was an interesting way of them trying to hold on to their audience or grow their audience and take his audience with them. Because if you look over the years, they've let Cower go, Lebitard, um, Rosillo, uh, Simmons. You know, there's a lot of big names in the sports media world that they've kind of said, okay, you know what? You go on. We don't need you anymore. And they've seen their ratings plummet in certain, net, in certain time slots. And getting him is just, I think it's a big Hail Mary. For them as mm-hmm. a network, trying well, to hold on. Well, Chris, when, Chris, when you go for it, when you go for a gimmick, a gimmick runs out. It, it, yeah. You know, it, people just don't want to. I don't. They don't buy in. They have to this point because it's new. But in the long run, I don't think it's gonna. It'll pass. Yeah, it might not. Again. But real, uh, real. The quick, little Rick, I've seen of him, I, I don't look, even know what the gimmick is. <laughs> I mean, I. You well, know, he's I, just loud. He's just loud. Yeah, that's all, that's well, all it is. He's a brawler. But, He's a brawler on air. I've made it plain. I I like Stephen A. Smith. Sometimes I don't, but most times I do. I haven't found anything about McAfee that's appealing. That's just me personally. One viewer. Just one viewer. I had some other questions. I've taken too long. Guys, y'all have a good night. Thank you, Savage. Thank you, Savage. Drop Time Sports will continue in just one moment. Kevin Kelly Wednesdays during the zone presented by the Wooded Rock Athletic Club. Join the Wooded Rock Athletic Club and save 30% off joining fees with no monthly contract. LRAC.com. Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. 
Insurance deny you coverage on that roof? You won't be denied at Shamrock. Visit shamrockroofer.com for a chance to win a new roof absolutely free. Just visit shamrockroofer.com where one call does it all. When you do something for over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Roger here. He's been raking leaves for over 45 years. With a twist of his trusty rake, he can shape a pile of leaves into a grizzly bear catching salmon. A one-fifth scale of Mount Rushmore. Whoa. Even a working international space station. Stunning detail, Roger. We're a lot like Roger raking leaves, except we do it with insurance. Williamson Insurance, protecting your business and your family for over 45 years. The end of the year is near, and Guatney is pulling out all the stops to remain Pulaski County's number one Buick GMC dealer. Big pre-owned inventory, and even bigger discounts on new Buicks and GMCs, even with manufacturer price increases. Guatney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock is selling new 2024 models at 2023 prices. You've seen the news. The time to trade is now. Before the current auto industry climate skyrockets used prices and all new inventories depleted. Don't wait. Call Guadney, 501-945-4444. It's the end of the year blowout. Only at Guadney, Buick, GMC, and North Little Rock. Interest rates as low as 0.9%. And get new and pre-owned vehicles with no payments for the rest of the year. Stop by Guadney, Buick, GMC, and register to win a new Hummer. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. 501-945-4444. GuadneyBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. I can't wait for what's next. Even with higher stroke risk due to atrial fibrillation in a regular heartbeat not caused by a heart valve problem, Eliquis, the Fixaban tablets, reduces stroke risk. It's the number one cardiologist prescribed blood thinner. Don't stop taking prescription Eliquis without talking to your doctor, as this may increase your risk of stroke. Eliquis can cause serious and in rare cases fatal bleeding. Don't take Eliquis if you have an artificial heart valve, abnormal bleeding, or have antiphospholipid syndrome. While taking, you may bruise more easily or take longer for bleeding to stop. A spinal injection while on Eliquis increases risk of blood clots, which may cause paralysis, the inability to move. Get medical help right away for unexpected bleeding or unusual bruising, or if you have tingling, numbness, or muscle weakness. It may increase your bleeding risk if you take medicines, such as aspirin products, NSAIDs, SSR, SNRIs, and blood thinners. Tell your doctor about all planned medical or dental procedures. Learn more at Eliquis.com or call 1-855-ELIQUIS. At Eat My Catfish, fall is our favorite time of the year, and football season isn't the only thing making a comeback. Available now, our famous shrimp gumbo and Cajun boudin balls make their return to the menu. Order online at EatMyCatfish.com. Eat local, eat fresh, Eat My Catfish. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Drive Time Sports. Here on the Buzz Radio Network, Robert Irwin Jewelers, in the midst of a 46th anniversary, and meaning they're going to save you money, and here we are, just, gosh, it's about 60 plus days before the jolly old guy comes down the chimney, and that is Christmas. But there's also engagements, anniversaries, birthdays, congratulations, all those things. That's still ongoing. And here's the beautiful thing about it. Robert Irwin Jewelers always has something you'll be proud to give. Now, I can't grasp the last number, but I can grasp the first number. From 100 to $100,000 they have the perfect gift idea for your special occasion. Free ring sizing for life. Diamond trade-in program. Keep your jewelry bright and sparkling like the day you bought it. That is all. That's just part of the package during the 46th anniversary sale. That's Robert Irwin Jewelers. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Two locations. 
the Cane Ball in North Little Rock, and in the Pleasant Ridge Town Center, Highway 10, Cantrell Road, next to the Fresh Market. I am, uh, I need to read this one because uh, I, I just passed it over, and I'm so apologetic that I did that. And this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. And it's from Mary Ann. Really? Ask UCF Chris how he's enjoying his new Power 5 conference. Somehow they have as many conference wins as lowly little Arkansas. Now we did some careful, careful investigative Insight into Marianne. Chris, did you find anything? Well, she she made the one mistake as a poster you can't make. She signed her full name. And we have found who we believe on Facebook is Marianne. And we will not dox this person. We will not release Marianne's last name. But Marianne, just so you know, we found you. We found her. Ladies and gentlemen, we got her. Rick, Thank you, I'll, pull, I'll forward her page over to you so you can friend her and you can have, you know, your own chats with her on the side. And I'm you sure, sure you'll have a lot of, of all, great conversations. First, Chris, are you sure Trey Biddy thinks she's a he? Do you, are we for sure now that Marianne is Marianne? This would prove, if this Facebook page, which Rick, as you know, with Facebook, always yeah. got to be careful. But the information I have, I've been looking at line up so we'll have to wait and uh we'll have to wait and see I'll, I'll send you the page and you let me know if you think it's real rick and we maybe we maybe have found the one and only marianne maybe okay, we'll have well, to wait I, and see i, gotta I say, am that, that hadn't been high on my concern list oh but, i knew it was rick okay. don't worry i got you though but you can't make yeah i mean that she slipped up she Let's, slipped up she put the full name in the signature can't do it see this this is where i've been i've been challenging her to go to the bus text line because oh, I can you, respond yeah. back to her, whereas well on the Asher Record Service Company, I couldn't. Of course. So now, I'm getting ready to send. I said, Marianne, exclamation mark, Marianne, exclamation mark. Let's just see what happens. There you go. All right. Uh, so we got that waste, out of the way. I'm so happy we solved the mystery. Solved the mystery. <laughs> wasted three minutes of air time. Thank you. Uh, snoring Bob will let us know that. No, he's not asleep. He's awake. Uh, no, he's asleep right now. Woo Pig! Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. This is your roving reporter. from oh, You were the Bevin. one that provided us the information on Marianne. Well, actually, uh, I'm, I'm kind of questioning your genetic predisposal. Hmm? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I mean, uh, is Marianne really Marianne, or is she some other guy? <laughs> we think we know it is a lady. Hmm. Well, that's good. So genetically, we're cool on that one. <laughs> I went driving today. I picked up my cousin, and we went out, and we saw northwest uh, Chicago in its full foliage. And we're talking maple leaves and yellow ones and orange ones and burnt orange ones and different I, shades of green. I thought the maple leaves were in Toronto. Well, I don't know which ones they are. Wherever the trees are, that's where the leaves fall. Oh, okay. All right. Randy didn't know I even knew what a hockey team was, did you? <laughs> I didn't either. No, I didn't. <laughs> Oh, the Maple Leafs are one of the first eight teams in the National Hockey League, including the uh, Blackhawks. Yeah, original six. You. Yeah, I'm gonna you. yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, that's right. It was six, not eight. How about that? I even knew that. There you go. Yeah, Rick's like I was around back then. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I was around back then. <laughs> no, Chris and we're wasn't. More, and we get more around to probably. Hmm. Uh, especially all that eating Randy does. I don't know how he eats that much. But uh, listen, it was a wonderful day. Uh, yesterday was uh, you know, really nice. But looking at the foliage, and I drove past uh, up 20, which goes toward Rockford. 
then I came back, and I came back and went up 64, which goes straight west of Chicago. And I go back and I saw this tree that I thought was particularly beautiful. And the darn thing just had a perfect circle around the bottom of it, looked like lemons, but they were flat. So it wasn't lemons, you know, it was the lemon-colored uh, leaves. Beautiful. And what about our guy Bagent, uh the Bears? What about him? Yeah, I've former been... uh, Harlan Hill Award winner, which is yeah. uh, now a Little Rock Touchdown Club Award that uh, sponsored by our friends Bill and Doris Lawrence. Big thanks to them. Yeah, our 2021 Award winner, and and how cool is it that he is playing for the team that Harlan Hill played for? I think it's amazing. I think it's just a wonderful thing, and being a Bears fan, I was able to watch the game because I don't get Fox on my Dish Network in Arkansas, but I got Fox up here and watching that game and watching his movements and his grace of getting out of situations and making things happen on the run. Just accurate, just a beautiful, beautiful piece of work. Uh, I, I really feel pretty good. Of course, we'll see if they don't hurt him too bad next week. Well, we're just glad you got to where you could watch him on Fox. That's nice. Well, listen, I know you've got your network back on, Rick, but, uh, yeah, yes. this is this still a whole month. Okay. I don't think it's that. right. I think the Congress said that we should have local stations. I'm not getting my local station. I feel like I'm being gypped. <laughs> Okay, well, you, you can switch to DirecTV if you want, because now they've got it. Well, I, I've, I've been tempted. You've, you've tempted me again. But it's okay. There, there are other things you can uh, do. Now, who's in the World Series? The Arizona Diamondbacks, who've got to be one of the most unlikely teams ever to get there, beat the Phillies oh, the last two the nights. They, they absolutely killed the Cubs. Yeah, well, they're and in I was, against... I was wounded. I was wounded. Well, the Diamondbacks are in against the Texas Rangers, who both of them in the first half of the season, you wouldn't have been surprised by that. In the second half of the season, you've been surprised by both of them, but they both have played superbly in the playoffs. And the Phillies aren't there. I kind of figured they'd no. be there the way they no. started out. You know, they, they were kicking butt. Game two, they beat Arizona 10 to nothing, had a 2 nothing lead, and ended up losing That's the series. That's a 15 to nothing in the first game. Yeah, they, they, I can't remember. Yeah, they beat them really bad twice in Philadelphia and then end up losing the series. Well, we have a World Series going on. I'm a baseball guy. You're a baseball guy. Gentlemen, thank you for taking the roving reporter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Hour number three straight ahead. Did you compose? Yes. No, no, I haven't. I'm going to compose on yours. Okay, yes. okay. All right. Rick Schaefer, thanks to Chris Kane, the UCF boy, <laughs> is headed out of here. I'm Randy Rainwater. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, it's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. The vehicle you'd buy if money was no object? Cadillac Escalade. With cash in hand, you'd still wait months to buy it.